You want to see some Michael Jackson dance moves? <laughs> <laughs> That's Sriracha Brown. <laughs> Can you push the mic closer? Is that red? Is that is he a red bone? <laughs> He's a closer. He's a bone. No, you're good. That's fine. Sorry. That should be all right. Bone bone. Oh, what is that? I don't know. I just found I, it at the store I today. Do one too. You drink all, you drink all. that kumbacha my, real sh- weird kumbacha. shit though. In and out. In and out. He's got a just <laughs> chill. That's right. <laughs> Let's settle down. <laughs> Is that a energy drink? No, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I found it. Like I said, I was at the store today buying groceries for the week. Just don't pass out on my foot. No, nah, it supports calm and focused <laughs> mindset and helps reduce stress. Crack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it has it has sunthianine or something. I don't know. I was like, huh, that looks kind of good. Got some shit I can't pronounce. Right? It's got 17 grams of sugar, so I don't know how it's supposed to keep you calm with it. all that sugar in it. We calm with relaxing music is what we start off. Yes. Do you have a drink? Do you have a kombucha? Get the mic check on there. Yeah, he's good. He's good. You know what? Let's, let's get him a water. We got any water? Um, you know what? I actually ran out. You did. I did run out. <laughs> supposed to go to Costco? Mm. Didn't happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, we came with no have a, It's warm. It's warm water. <laughs> nah, I don't need no Afghanistan water. Man, I can take a sip. You can take a sip. No, I can take a sip. You can take a sip. No, no backwash. No. You want the drips off my cup? <laughs> man, we are the worst. We are the worst podcast hosts ever. Hey, man, my you know. Pretzel, pretzel card. I love. I, I would love to have you as a guest. No Come in here. Sandwich. <laughs> you didn't shake my hand when you opened the door. Nothing. <laughs> Sit down on a lawn chair. Ah, cup holder with no cup. <laughs> he never got two things that match. Um, what's going on, y'all? This is Bolo. This is Bugs. Welcome to the I and I podcast. Um, we have obviously. <laughs> I can't believe that's still going. DJ Randomizer. It was so calm. I was, was just like chill. It was working. It was, working. Just, it was like chill, getting man. a massage. A massage. Sensual massage. Is that um, music? Of course, we have DJ Randomizer, aka DJ B in the house. Yes. Going on, B. How you doing? Oh, it's always good to be back here. There um, you go. You got the relaxing music had me uh, a little weary because I was going to put a drop in. Uh huh. And that would be that have been weird to put that in with that. But before we get to random drops and weird things, we must introduce our guest oh, for this week. I got a little. Um, too. I know, I know you do. But go ahead, hit it with it. Hit it with the horns. Uh-huh. Can you hear that? Uh. I need my linoleum. Hold on. Watch out. <laughs> DJ Charlie Rock is in the place to be. What's going on, yeah. man? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good. Oh, How man. You doing? We're yeah. doing great. We're doing great. Um, this is something that has been a long time in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we were, I think the first time, I think the first time that we had talked about having Brandon in, um, DJ B, he mentioned your name long time ago. 
Exactly. That was weeks ago. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, and then ever since then, every time that Biz has been in here, he's been hyping you up. So it, we're fi- we're glad to finally get you in the Crown Sound Studios. Um, we're, f- we're glad to finally get you get to tell your story um, and hopefully live up to the hype that everybody's been putting you in. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. No Don't pressure worry about at all. It, Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's hype. It's just life. Yeah. So... Um, as we do with all of our musical-minded guests in here, um, let's get where the, where it started. The birthplace. How did how did you get into music? What was your what was your beginning? Are you here from, from here, San Diego? I moved out here from Detroit. Oh, you're from Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. I moved out to San Diego in 1976. Okay. The mean streets of Murphy Canyon. I actually used to live when we first moved to San Diego. I lived in Plaza Manor. Oh really? Yeah, right here, in National City. Nice. Area. Okay. Plaza Manor. Yeah, that's like a we nice. We lived right in those apartments because what happened was um, call it Manor. Murphy Canyon wasn't um, fully developed yet. Mm-hmm. It was like a new naval housing neighborhood. Okay. So, all the houses weren't ready to be moved in yet, and then you had to be on this waiting list or whatever. But we were like at the top. Okay. At the list. So the day that we moved in. All, there's none but moving trucks on that street. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so He's brand, we're new, first, brand new. Yeah, brand new. We were the first families to move in there. This Everybody I grew up with was pretty much the first families that okay. moved into to, uh, Murphy, Murphy Canyon. Murphy Canyon. Yeah. Oh, man. I have family that lives over there, too. Well, well Murphy <laughs> Canyon went by phases. So the way they, they built the area, it went by phase one, two, three, and four. Right. So they built phase one first, which was closer to Sarah High School. Okay. And Sarah High School was like halfway built but it was there right but it wasn't all the way built i wonder if you, i wonder if my uncle taught there when you went there did you go to sarah i went to sarah yeah i wonder if my uncle taught there because that's where he retired from he was a the teacher school what was his name uh larry larry what watson oh mr watson you don't know mr you don't know coach watson <laughs> yeah. Is he a coach? Oh, coach. yeah i know coach watson my uncle that's your uncle yeah Wow, this inter- this interview is about to be real interesting. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Where's he at? Huh? Where's he at? He's still here. He's is he, still does here. he talk to Coach Thunder still? Because I, I know either. him and Thunder were good friends. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. He wore glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Wow, smile, smile, bro. Yeah, man. What's up, homies? That's, all, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't going to say my government on this uh, podcast. So <laughs> we'll talk about we'll it. We'll do after. that after. Yeah, here. we'll do that after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, pull, I'll pull it up on Facebook. Um, <laughs> The book of fish. Yeah. Coach so, Watson. Yeah, it's the small world. He's all bro. buff and bullet. Yeah. 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 He's still that. He's still. Mm-hmm. Like you don't Terry lose Cruz? that size. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, a little softer in the middle now. I mean, he's, he's older. He was built, though. Yeah. He's, he played football in college. He yeah. just got. Well, that's a real coach. He just got inju- inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame back at his college. And that, been, that, that cat always had my back, too. Man. Yeah. He, you know what's funny? He never coached me, though. Really? Because the year that I wanted to play for him. They moved me up to varsity, so I never played a year oh, of JV. Okay. We didn't have freshman uh, ball back then. Okay. So I went from playing a couple of years of midgets for uh, Kearney. Okay. And then went right up to varsity. Right up to varsity. Yeah, and I wanted to play for Watson like in the Coast Thunder that year, but uh-huh. Coach Coons wasn't having it. He was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, man, that's crazy. That's small ass world, man. Small world. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, okay, you moved into Murphy Canyon, yep. went to Sarah. Went to Sarah, yep. Left and you graduated from there. Yep. And then, is that when let's, you... Let's, let's, let's rewind yeah. all the way back. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> rewind all the way back to when I first moved there. When I first moved there, um, Hancock Elementary School wasn't all the way built. 
Is, that, is it early 80s we're talking? This is early 80s. Yeah. So um, Hancock Elementary, actually, you know what? No, this is late 70s. Because Hancock 79. Elementary was done in 77. Okay. So I was only here in this area for like about a year until we moved in over there in 77. Mm -hmm. And that's when Hancock was um, was open at the end of 77, I do believe, because when I first moved to Murphy Kane, we didn't even go to Hancock. We got bused to Grantville. And okay. Grantville, I think, was in the Allied Gardens area. Yeah. So all of us had to go there for a while. And then once <clears throat> Hancock said, you know, we can all go, then we all shifted. I'm sure they there. were glad about that. Yeah. And a bunch the of kids. The Navy on. kids coming. I'm talking like this is like way back. Like me and um, Wayne Pittman, which is Michael Pittman's um, older brother, uh -huh. we grew up together. Man. That's where they lived at before um, they moved to Mira Mesa. Okay. But. Michael was like a baby. He wasn't even born yet when I nah. first met Wayne. <laughs> when I first met Wayne and his sister. I'm um, telling you, SD Originals right here. It's not a game. So it's, it's, it's crazy like how a lot of um, people that you don't know actually lived in Murphy Canyon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, there's a lot of people that grew up in Mira Mesa that like lived there since they were like little mm -hmm. and yeah. just still there to this day. Yeah. But then there's a lot of kids that was in Murphy Canyon that like didn't stay in Murphy County. They either shifted to Mira Mesa or they moved to another state. Right. Yeah. You know because of the military. Yeah. Exactly. Military. Yeah. That, that. Yeah. I was. But I was one of the fortunate ones that I stayed there from '76 until '90. I didn't even. We didn't. No, move. really. We didn't move. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Any any time you get that much time in one spot, I feel that kind of it kind of puts a um, it puts it adds something to your personality. You know, my, my dad was in the military. Mm -hmm. You know, I was born overseas because he was stationed in England. You know, we we're in Vegas. We were here. We were in Florida for a little bit. You know, just bouncing around, moving around a lot. Yeah. That that puts something on your, you know, your character as well. You right. know, you kind of, you, you rely on your family and stuff, the people that go with you. Mm -hmm. But when you're able to sit in one spot for a while, you know, you... You know what the street smells like. Oh know. yeah, that's, that's some <laughs> that's something weird to say, but you just know you just know. Okay, when we get down to this corner over here, the the gravel's a little fucked mm -hmm. up right here. Mm -hmm. But I like it. I like this place. Yeah, that's how I feel about here. I grew up around here for years. Right. You know, and I said when I buy a house, I'm buying a house over here. Mm -hmm. You know, I can move all over San Diego, and that's great. But this is that's yeah. your this home, man. This is your home. tribe. Yeah, yeah. I grew I've, up, done, I've done it, dude. I grew I up on the next block, mm, like yeah. right up next block of right. here. Yeah, right. right up the hill. Like I didn't I was, know this dude either. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> like I was, I literally was raised in this house. Mm. I was born in Virginia, but we our family moved here when I was like four months old. Right. So I was this house in particular. I was raised here. I mean, I've moved out. I've been in Chula Vista, yeah. whatever. Came back here. See, <laughs> see, see, back back when I was I was growing up, like. Paradise Hills wasn't really talked about until I got like in sixth grade, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because everybody was just relayed this area is National City. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? They were, you know. Well, yeah. it's yeah. funny because that my where my grandmother's house we lived up on like literally the next block. If we stood in the backyard of this house, you could see where I grew up. Mm -hmm. We were the first person, the first person to live in that house. My mm -hmm. grandmother bought that house when it was a dirt, when it was dirt. Yeah, and the house wasn't even built yet. So we were the first person to move lot. in. So it's kind of like with you with Murphy Canyon. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, there's going to be a house there. Yeah. There's nothing there yet. But yeah. as soon as we, you know, so we were in Utah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were in Utah. 
until the house was built. And then we came over here. I have pictures. My mom has pictures of us standing in the front yard with no grass. It's just dirt. They yeah. didn't even put the grass in yet. They let us move in, but there's just nothing. Yeah. There's just nothing. So that's, yeah. yeah, man. And then to put it in a preference, you know, Murphy Canyon was was the hood of Terrasana. So, you know, he grew up in the hood. Right, right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, is yeah, it, it, there was some things going on over in uh, Murphy Canyon because, like, phase two, well, like, you know, I was talking about the phases. Right, like, right. phase two was, like, the area where a lot of Crips lived at. Oh, well, come on. There were some that lived in, like, phase four, but not a lot of them, but mostly... All the all the stuff was happening in phase in two. Phase two. Because it was a bigger, wider area. And then um a lot of those guys end up getting locked up, of course. Like right. like the OGs end up getting locked up. But they had like younger brothers, younger sisters that I grew up with. But a lot of them didn't didn't bang. A lot of them, you know, once hip hop got introduced mm-hmm. to the area as far as uh B boying, right. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once that got introduced, um, it changed a lot, yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. But, but yeah. prior to that, it was nothing but poppers. Yeah. No lockers out there. Really? All poppers. Yeah, down here, no, no one was like. No, nah, nobody was locking out here. It was it was all poppers. We'd watch it on here. TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, these are these are some OGs. I hope you're. I hope you're. Everybody that's listening and watching is paying attention because this is this is some knowledge. This well, is yeah, because we were hip hop before they even called it hip hop. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know that was just you know it's the first time hearing a rap song or. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like in hip hop in general, you know, not the whole East Coast West Coast thing, but it, it was different. Mm-hmm. You know, because it started back over east. there yeah. back east. You know, when it finally trickled down to out here, you had, you know, you had your your people that rapped out here, but it was different. It was totally, totally different, different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I, it started out, with, like you said, with popping. Right. So we'd listen to funk. Mm-hmm. Funk. It was, it, was, it was mostly like the West Coast was built basically on the funk era. Right. Period. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Sly and everything yeah. from up north. Yeah. I mean, you got, you know. The Bay Area, as far as like Fresno and Oakland, like they had a lot of poppers and stuff out there. Then in LA, they had a lot of poppers, but a lot of people didn't realize we had our own going on out here. Yeah. And a lot of that never get talked about is females that used to get down too. You know, this girl Maria York, she's um, a few years older than I am. Okay. <clears throat> she, you Segregation. Know, she's. She was really, really good. She used to call dudes out. And a lot of battles and stuff, to be honest with you, man, was at, um, I don't know if you heard of Amos Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for real, like, cool, DJ Cool T. And um, I think it was mainly Cool T that was going down there. And it used to be, like, a platform, like, there in the park. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there was a lot of Navy parties. Yeah. Yeah, ship yeah. parties would go there. And you used to crash all the ship parties and get free food. Like, <laughs> who's your dad? <laughs> My uncle's over there. He's on the ship too. Yeah. So you just stand in line. You get, get like some potato salad, man. Yeah. Oh man, you get free food like all day. You come in there all ashy and stuff after getting out of the pool. Up there nibbling on some you dry. You need the butters. Yeah, Put nibbling butters on some on. food that's not even your food. You know what I'm saying? And claiming an uncle that ain't even your uncle. Yeah. But yeah, those are fun times. But yeah, I I remember uh, quite a few times they had like. You know, a little block party or whatever there, and Cool right. T was spinning, and everybody's in there just going at it, just popping against each other and stuff. And Maria, she was calling dudes out. Nice. You know, she probably had the hard hits. She she was good, man. She was really really good. And you know, a lot of those, lot, there was a lot of, 
a lot of poppers in San, in, in Murphy Canyon, uh-huh. man, a lot. Um, but once I started really coming up, because I got taught by by this cat named Trevor Owens. Okay. And Trevor was like, he's way older than me, man. Um, I know he's older than my sister. My sister is four years older than me, so Trevor had to be like three years older than her. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so, you know, things happened with him. He disappeared or whatever, but I give a lot of respect to that cat because he introduced me to the dance. Yes, respect, respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was... I tried to break. I, you know, I was I was trying to be a b boy for a while. Um, just didn't work out for me. I have the rhythm. I, I felt like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> then I hit a growth spurt and I lost all my coordination with my body. <laughs> you know what the hell to do? Was it a spurt or a blast? Oh man, I was like five four. I was like five four all through high school, and then my senior year, I was like almost six foot. Like I grew in the summer, and I remember trying to up rock, and I was like, my legs is just. I don't know what's going on. My arms was real long. Yeah, I could head spin like a bitch, and I, I was good with the head spin. We have like different, uh, you know, than I guess '82, '83 when break dancing was starting to get into mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, I mean, I, we, our crew would battle Charlie Ross crew, but I didn't even know Charlie we Ross. Know oh, really? Just, back then, yeah. It's just you know crew by crew. Right, right. Don't know the individuals. Back so when battles, back we when had battles like, weren't dangerous and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't too. It was fun. It we'd was go, fun. Yeah. We go to parking lots, roll out mm-hmm. the linoleum, and bust out. You know, the <laughs> garages. A lot of you know Murphy King. We had like. Like two particular or maybe three particular garages we would go <laughs> yeah. and, okay. and get busy. And I remember us battling IGC too at, at my boy Norman's garage. And then one of the cats from IGC we was busting, busting windmills, man. And all of a sudden I was like, dang, man, there's not enough room in here. Because <laughs> the garages, they weren't that big, but they right. were big to us because we were small. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I do this kept going. And he didn't have, he didn't have um, any shoes on. He had his socks on. He was just... Busting, right? That's Filipino. <laughs> he is his oh. foot against the wall, man. Ow. Like we were sitting there going, Wow, that looked painful. <laughs> and oh. he was he was he was he was on he was in a lot, a lot of, of pain. Oh man. There's a lot of breakdancing. Plus steps. I'm sure there's a lot of people in there too that made it even smaller. You know, everybody can be small, but if there's twenty people in the garage, it just shrinks, shrinks oh, yeah. and shrinks and shrinks. Well one of the crews that was out of Murphy King was Rock City Wizards. Okay. Rock City Wizards. That's awesome. Rock City man. Wizards was one and pretty pretty big crew. And then um our boy Radford. He was an independent. He was Radford. That's a whole different story. That's my boy though. That's family right there though. <laughs> this guy's one of the craziest Shoot. as far as an individual, he's like one of the craziest. Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> I how, back then. How I met Radford was in martial arts. When I first got into Sinjumasu Association, Rafford was um Artie. He's like uh he was like Irwin. He's a short guy. But he no. he can get busy. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, Is he's he a like Filipino little, cat? Yeah. Yeah, oh, little you, baby Bruce Lee, man. Radford. You know Rad. I know Rad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> Rad, Rad's See, my boy, you. man. Dude, that's he a cool started cat, talking man. about martial arts and I was like, I hope Bugs knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know Rad. That boy yeah. used to always try to get get me in trouble with him, man. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we we used to go because they used to have a little magnet. I don't know if it's like a magnet program, whatever. So all of us that went to um Farb. Like one, like one day, like one day, we would go to Lincoln, not Lincoln, uh, to Kennedy mm. Middle School or whatever, and um, we'll get bus there. And it's like a like an experience program or whatever right. for certain students or whatever. So Rad was Latched with us on the bus, and me and him became real close. 
So when we get there, you see all the essays and stuff from like Shell Town and Sherman and all that. <laughs> no, Rat, Rat was crazy. Rat was, was crazy, like, man. Come on, Charlie. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go fight them. Yeah. And it'd be like two of us, and be like twenty of them. I'm like, <laughs> nah, bro. He has that mentality. It he sounds like him. Stop. <laughs> he won't stop until you. Like, okay, you're a purple belt right now. I'm a yellow belt right now. I don't know all the moves. All right, yeah, yeah, well, it's like I don't know one Radford. <laughs> and then you said he was about yay high. <laughs> we were kind of recording because <laughs> we started we started down a path yeah um i don't really know how to know how to get the beginning of that um other than you know Just we haven't talked about your music yet you know yes the the best thing the best thing about the hip-hop culture is it's not just Popping, locking, and breaking. No, yeah, but that was. There's element. That's that's one of the elements in it. That was his pathway. That he that was his into. path. That was the beginning. So, what's your what's your musical journey? Where did you go from there after you were you were dancing, or did they kind of overlap? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was always a dancer. Period. Okay. Point blank. That was like dancing was always in my forefront. And then once I got introduced to, first of all, with the DJing, I got introduced to that through mixtapes. Okay. So when I first got introduced to listening to, to mixtapes, I think the first tape that I heard was Scratch. This thing called Scratch Party. Okay. Oh and, yeah. And Scratch Party had different volumes to it, and the thing thing about Scratch Party was it, it came on like on a white tape, and it said on there, you know, Scratch Party Volume One, Two, or whatever. And then they had another version of Mix Masters, you know, that was another one. But you'll get all these tapes at National City Swap Meet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how they were getting a hold of this. But <laughs> that, that, I would get a hold of it because that was they, my next question. It. it was it was it like a real like a real tape or was it like okay? It was a cassette tape. We yeah, you, cassette tape. No, no it, was it was a like real, dubbed, it was a real oh, mix. Okay. It, was it was a real, real mix. Because official, I still got them. Back in the day when we practiced in the garage or whatever, we just slip in one tape yep. in, the, in the boom box and yep. that was it. We just practiced like forty five minutes aside and just, that's it. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, cause cause when I first heard like like a mix with all these different songs, but you got to remember a lot of the songs that was being played on these mixtapes weren't hip hop songs. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of no, dance. It, it, it was were... a lot of dance, like electro, but it had a lot of soul to it. Right. So, you know, I used to sit there wondering, like, dang man, how did he do all that? So me and my boy, uh, you Marco, got that Me and my boy Marco <laughs> Proper, we used to do like little battle because I had a you know boombox at home. I'm like, man, we just gotta figure this out, you know. So I would like turn to different stations and stuff, and uh -huh. like, 
pause and record, pause and record, and, and put a mix together like that. Yeah. And me and him would only share between me and him. Nice. And then he would like just eat me up, man. Like, dang, dude, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you do that? He's like, yeah, man, I found this this Mexican station, and I like did did this. So he's a Puerto Rican cat, oh, man, okay. and moved out here from Puerto Rico, and um. That's a whole different story too. When I first met him, my cousin sick sicked him on me and beat me. He beat me and popping when I first met him. I'm like, <laughs> but back then I want to give a shout out to Radio Shack for giving all the DJs mixers back then. Yes, the realistic <laughs> mixers, the realistic mixers. Man, yeah, it's Radio Shack. I yeah. Yeah. Man. real for real. I think there's like a few open because they're independent. Yeah, as far I as think there's one in Terra Nova still. In Chula Vista, I think is it? I yeah, think next to Kinko. Yeah, I think that's I oh, think that sweet. one's still open, but anyway, yeah, the realistic had I known, shit. see a lot a lot of people have a story where you know when they first heard Herbie Hancock Rocket, mm -hmm. you know, that was definitely an influence on a lot of people that wanted to start DJing, that kind of get a mainstream and, and part just knowing about the whole scratch it aspect, yeah. right? Element of DJing. But there was a lot more to it, you know. It was all, it was about the mixing. It was about your selection, you knowing your music, mm -hmm. and the thing with me was like I'm a I was a jazz lover first and foremost. Like I I love jazz, mm -hmm. so a lot of the soul that I had as far as my music even even today is always revolved around jazz. That's why it was so easy for me to transition to. DJing for b-boys because right. I number one I was already a dancer right and I already know what they want to listen to yeah so, so <clears throat> it was a lot easier for me to to get into it a lot more right you know what I mean so I, whenever I went into uh the fact of wanting to know more about DJing I got introduced to turntables you know through neighborhood friends right and there was a lot of DJs that lived in phase two in Murphy Canyon you know, and they had a crew called the California Bumping Crew. Oh shit! So once, once I got introduced to the California Bumping Crew, I was around those guys like this guy Roy Cleveland, um, this this MC. His name was VJ. One of the first and foremost best DJs out of San Diego, man. He was like the Grandmaster Flash of San Diego. Is Geechee Dan, hands down. Mm. Oh yeah, Geechee Dan. Dan from Skyline, hands down was was the man. Cause if you listen to like his his mixed mixtapes and stuff, why V why VJ was MCing, uh -huh. man, that's a true DJ. Clean. MC and DJ, really clean. Oh, he was clean back then, like he was killing it. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you know, you know, I started really getting influenced, you know, by like DJ Jam, um, Cool T. Uh -huh. Cool T. I have a whole different story with Cool T because Cool T is the one that actually, once I, you know. He's got still back. doing things, didn't he? Yeah, he is, but he was the one that that put me in the club scene as okay. far as DJing. He's the one that like broke the ice on me over at Distillery. Oh, okay. uh, He's like, oh, I want you to do a set. Okay. Well, but before Distillery, how did he, did he huh? hear you do a mixtape or? I think he he heard about house me. House party. Yeah, I think he had heard about me, but he didn't put two and two together because I danced so much, and he didn't realize. It was me. He was the same dude? Yeah, I was the same dude. <laughs> and then um, me and DJ Candyman, um, we used to pop together. But D Candyman knew how to spin, too. That was that was my boy Gumby's, right. Gumby's brother. Biz which talks was, about that, too. Which, which was one of my dance partners. But Gumby came a little later because his brother Ricky, which is Candyman, was dancing with me first. Okay. He was in Mad Marauders with me. That's the crew. With me, him, Danny Amazon, and Speedy. And then we had another, oh, Darren and Darren Harris, too. 
we had him at Iceman, this kid named Iceman. Ah, <laughs> he was cold. Iceman was Iceman was dope. <laughs> but Damn. um once once that had happened, you know what I'm saying, it, it it's like B Boy didn't really die. It's just like we just really started wanting to learn how to DJ. Right. Yeah. You're focused. Yeah, we're switched. focused on, on that. So when when me and Ricky started really collaborating together, he loved jazz and I love jazz and and we was really collecting a lot of music, then we started collecting records. So Ricky was, you know, we were sitting down one day, was like, man, we should have a crew. You know, and, you know so we was like just thinking and thinking and thinking like of names because we're all the youngest of the bumping crew, uh-huh. us two. Okay. We're the babies of the California bumping crew. Right. Because we looked up to those guys. And I was like, you know what? We just call Double Cut Crew. Double Cut. So so we I came up with the name Double Cut Crew, and then um, my boy uh, Iceman, and um, damn, what's his name? He's gonna kill me. David Sablon. Okay. David Sablon, they were the MCs. Oh. So they were called Double D. So <laughs> double D on Throwback Thursdays, I'll throw I'll throw up the flyer with with all that because we did like a little like a four turntable thing already in Canto Boys Club like okay. a long time ago, man. I'm talking like we were young. You know what I'm saying? For- yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we were we were real young. So <clears throat> so you know after that you know I had kind of stopped DJing like after that and I started really getting serious with with the dancing. Mm-hmm. So during that time. Dance dance style started changing, you know. There was yeah, still a lot of people yeah. breaking out here, but then you started seeing more dance crews, like real dance crews, mm-hmm. and that's when that dance to prep was really popular out here. Mm-hmm. And people used to dance with people used to battle with that dance style. Oh really? So there used to be a, a club called the Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. It's a good name. And it's a lot. It's a damn good Purple name. Rain was the battleground for those those crews, and most of those crews came out of like Southeast San Diego, and you know, like he had OG Nasty Crew, you had OG Dark Boys, you had a girl crew, and, and a lot of those girls, I, I do believe, went to Lincoln High School, okay. and they were called uh, Dago Girls, and Dago Girls was was a spinoff of Dale's Dolls because I think Dale um, Dale she started Dago Girls. Okay. Mm. And it was like a big crew of them. Then you had the OG mixed girls, which was the girls that was like real pretty, mixed with green eyes, yeah. you know, stuff. They had a little crew. red bones and shit. Yeah, yeah little gotcha. red bones. They had a little crew. <laughs> uh, Seduction crew was another crew. Um, but those were pretty much the top like dance crews. But it was it was a spinoff of, of bangers, you know, mm. people that you know, you know, Bloods, Pyru, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the yeah. same time. They all, some of them knew how to get down. So this guy named Larry, Larry Bo, he was the one that um, kind of introduced the whole prep and dance style to San Diego. Mm-hmm. He was he was an East Coast cat man that was in the military, and um, they called him Duck Master. Duck? Because that dude, that dude, man, he was, he was like the best at that dance style. And then there was another dude, man, that uh, I think he was from Southeast San Diego. And he was really, really good. Those two guys were like the main dudes that I would like look at. Like those, those dudes are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? With that prep yeah. dance style, you never see anybody prep like those two cats. When they slide, when they slide, it looked like they just gliding across the floor, man. It was, nice. it was crazy. They did like all these different routines and all this stuff, man. Yeah. They, they were hard. But then, you know, I feel like I was born in the wrong decade. Oh, like I should have been born in the seventies. It's just to grow up with all of it. Yeah. These dance crews were deep, man. They weren't like four people. They were like like OG Dark Boys. They had like 
Dude, they were deep, man. Like the Warriors, like you yeah. know those black cascade jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had like their crew names on the back, you know, like you know, dude named Papa Dark, Daddy Dark. Daddy you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? The, 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 the names are like that. Yeah. But man, but you know, once that whole era kind of kind of fizzled out, um, that was back when like Roxanne Roxanne was like hot. Uh, okay. And the big beat drum, you know, that breakdown. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Came in, and then that's when everybody started prepping. That was like the break for, it's kind of like up rock. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Top rocks. Like there's certain joints, <clears throat> like it's just begun, it's like a, you know, a breakdown for just begun, and you start top rocking. Mm -hmm. Like prepping was like that. So mm -hmm. when the big, big beat drum dropped, you know what I'm saying, off that Roxanne Roxanne joint, you know, like DJ Black, he was like another cat that that was spinning back in the days too. That you know, when he spin that back, boom, that beat beat on that boom, boom, boom. Everybody just go crazy off yeah. that. But he'll he'll bring it back. He keep bringing it back, mm -hmm. and everybody just be battling. Like, real shit. I just got goosebumps right now. Like I could imagine. <laughs> I'm just I'm picturing like everything that he's saying. I'm picturing in my head, and I can hear that. Like I could hear that mm -hmm. in my head, and I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can, you know, I can feel, yeah. I feel like I was, I was in there, and, you know, when that drop comes and you know, when somebody, when the DJ yeah. spins that song, just that, yeah, there's that one song that no matter what, it's just like, oh, oh yeah, everybody man, just, everyone. oh man. So Woo. once, the, once that era started, started transitioning, <clears throat> you know, the New York City Fresh Festival tour came to Fresh San Diego. Fest. I was there. So that was sponsored by uh, Swatch Watch. Yeah. And it might have been another sponsor, but Swatch was like a um, was the main sponsor for mm -hmm. the it was and it was held at the San Diego Sports Arena. Yeah, and you know it was who was it, it was a Grandmaster Flash. It was uh, Houdini, Run DMC, um, Jermaine Dupree. He was on that tour too. Really, but he was a dancer. He was a dancer. He he, he did a solo routine. So oh, I didn't know that one. He did that, you know that 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 one joint. It's time. It's time. Yeah. yeah. Like all the lights went out <clears throat> inside the sports ring. It was mad people there. It was like packed. And then then all of a sudden you seen this thing like rise up with lights on it, and then somebody just it's time, and you just see bam, bam, bam. He's up there busting out like this glitter like type outfit. I'm like damn, that little dude's getting down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then years go by, and all of a sudden you you know. It was Jermaine Dupree. It's Jermaine Dupree. Wow. Man, that's crazy. You know? I'm telling you, everybody, everybody has their start somewhere. And, you know, the, the people that that are hugely influential to, you know, hip-hop and rap as an art form started, like you said, dancing. Yeah. You know, you, in order, I feel like in order, that's, there's a rhythm to it, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But producing, DJing, things like that. You have to understand, you have to not just listen, you have yeah. to hear music, you know what I mean? And that doesn't surprise me one bit, you know? Puffy was the same way. Yeah. Puffy's a little bit different. <laughs> little different. He's, he's, he doesn't, <laughs> he's not, Real he's not doing stuff. this. I give, I give Puffy a different credit, but that's, that's a whole different Yeah, but, you know, but, um, Puffy started as a dancer, Tupac started Tupac, as a dancer. Yeah. You know, yep. you, you, you hear you can hear in the and see in the things that they did later in their lives. You go, yeah. and when you say, "Oh, they were a dancer," you go, "Oh, okay, I mm -hmm. can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I get that." Man, I'm telling you, knowledge, man. You <laughs> when, when, it, when it came to <clears throat> when it came to concerts like in San Diego, like the Fresh Fest opened up a lot of eyes, man, because 
uh, the people that was on that tour. You know, Fat Boys was on that tour. Um, Dynamic Rockers was on that tour. Yeah, they had the breakdancers. And then Tiny, B-Boy Tiny, was, um, he got down with uh, Dynamic Rockers mm-hmm. for that tour. Okay. Um, Uptown Express was a popping crew. I think they were out of uh, out of New York. Um, there were another crew that was that was pretty dope. They're all poppers though. You know, Icy Ice. What crew was he in? He was Icy Ice was in New York City Breakers. New York City Breakers wasn't on the Fresh Fest tour. No, no. The um, before Dynamic Rockers, right? He was on the. He was down. He was down with another crew. I think he was down with them. I had an old flyer, and it was like pictures of the break. Oh man, it's a spider and stuff. Yeah, that was Dynamic. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was Dynamic. So, so they had those guys on on that tour, and then it was the second time. That they had the Fresh Fest, and that was it. It was only two Fresh Fest. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to the, I went to the first one. Yeah, so, and Grandmaster Flash, I think, was on the last one. Okay. He was on that tour um, with UTFO. So, so wow. you can see how the transition was, was coming. And yeah. once that that ended, now they opened up doors to, to the uh, later 80 to the early 90 era. Yeah. So... A lot of those big concerts weren't happening as much, <laughs> and when when it started happening, the underground scene started coming in mm-hmm. pretty heavy. So when the underground scene came in heavy, you had multiple different promoters throwing shows. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, different type of venues, man, just throwing these shows, man, and and a lot of these artists were new, so you know. A lot of people weren't hip to them, but the underground heads knew who they were. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I was already hip to a lot of these cats that were like, you know, like from Cypress Hill to, you know, Far Side, mm-hmm. you name it. Like I already knew about all those guys way before, you know, because I was getting a lot of that that material. Right. Like on White Label. Mm, okay. And you a lot of the White Label stuff I was getting was on cassette vinyl collection yeah. before before it even hit vinyl pressing. I was getting stuff. Nice. You know, sent to me, Man. you know, and then uh, you know, the funny thing, we, we say like with the far side, there are dancers too. Yeah. Just like at band clan, well, black eyed peas. Right. They were called at band clan prior to that. Mm-hmm. What were they called? At band? At, at, bland, at band clan, AT. At band clan. Yeah. yeah. So at band clan pretty much <laughs> consists of like Will 1X, which is Will I Am. Will I Am. And then his cousin Apple, because they're, they're related. Right. And, um, Seth from Crazy Town was kind of down with them too. Remember that guy? Crazy Seth? Town. Remember that group Crazy Town was oh, out yeah. for a time? Yeah. That white dude. That white dude, yeah. Yeah, with the tattoos. Yeah. yeah. He was MC 50. too. He was down with, with Will and them. Oh, so really? He was. A, when I first met him, we were at Soho in Irvine, and all of us was like together. I mean, it was like it was like a grand opening for some store or whatever. And, um, but there was another store that was a grand opening for that. I think it was that same weekend. It was called Cyclone. It was a big hip hop store or whatever. And um, my my cousin, he had like footage like of me spinning mm-hmm. and them freestyling. Rare, rare footage yeah. that nobody's never even seen, yeah. and he doesn't even have it no more. Oh, what goosebumps! Yeah, oh, dude, what? this I'm telling you right now, like, like, like that footage, footage is official. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, man, <laughs> that footage, that footage was official. But like, like I said, like in the early '90s, man, that was just like that era where a lot of people was starting to get their identity and know what they really loved. Yeah, yeah. Because acid jazz, jazz, and hip hop 
was pretty much, you know, colliding, not colliding, but coming up together as yeah. far as people recognizing the vibe of the music. Right. Mm -hmm. And Teddy Riley. And then and then and then you <laughs> then you had your you you know, not really your dance hall era, but it was kinda like the dance hall era, but the stuff was like pretty good dance hall. Okay. Until they start watering it down, you know, and, and you know. After Shaba and all that, whatever, it started kind of getting overkill. Uh -huh. That's why a lot of people started resulting back to roots reggae. Right. You know, the more feel of, of roots reggae mm -hmm. yeah. and finding more artists that's more into into that style of reggae music. That's that's roots and dub. That's where my heart is. I know for sure because, you know, dance hall. You know, there's there's some there's some of it where I'm like, oh man, this definitely. I could just, I could just take so much of it. And and then. And then there's some of it, and I'm just like, all right, yeah. you're, it's, yeah. I. Well, see, you know what? It's like techno, techno did a did a move to where what so-called hip-hop artists is doing the hip-hop culture today uh -huh. did. And the reason why I say that, because house music gets a lot of credit and respect because they had their own culture yeah. that they were building off of, okay? So you had, before all that, you got to remember, Disco, first and foremost, is the root of house music, period. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I, and a lot of people try to shy away from disco because they think it's... I like disco. Disco... I don't know why people hate disco so much. Because they, 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 right. they listen to the basic commercial disco music yeah. when there's other... There's tons of people. There's tons of good, soulful disco, mm. you know what I'm saying, artists out there that was that was in, like, you know... Later era, right? Early era too. Like getting out of the funk into disco. Yeah, with these bands. Kind of like with house music. You know, if you listen to house music like from like the mid '80s and it's real soulful, mm -hmm. listen to the voices. You know what those voices are? Gospel singers. Oh yeah. They don't get credit. You want to know why? Because some of those gospel singers didn't have that image that you know people oh, okay. will want to see right, on a right. music video so that has somebody lip syncing that's why cnc mm. music cnc factory, music factory I was, got that, busted that just popped in my head cuz the yeah that was that that was one of the big things about them is the the girl the woman that actually sang it was yeah. in none of the videos yeah. or anything yeah so they showed a, a thinner you know african american female with long dreads or whatever or whatever and just playing the part and lip syncing it to a t and you're like damn that girl's kind of tight she should come out with an album you know but mm -hmm. it ain't her it's not her yeah it's a it was a, it was a, a millie vanilli and shit beautiful but, heavier you know, set african-american mm -hmm. lady you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah that that can just got got vocals man blow, man. blow. Yeah. yeah we talk i mean it's just hollywood telling that oh no we don't want her on the yeah, I, that, I mean, I, I think that that's gonna be that that's gonna be something that's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, you know, they, you know, they it's images. it's what you can image, sell. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. what you can sell. It, it, it'd be harder to sell somebody that's maybe a little bit more heavy set, well, or see, not the yeah. not the definition of what people think is beautiful. Even though she has all yeah. he or she has all the skills, same that change way to, Yeah, the thinking of the, the quality of her yeah. sound. Oh, yeah, or, but see that. But the thing that I the thing that I love and that I have a faith in is we recognize that mm -hmm. you know yes the masses might be out there like oh this We're is what's beautiful right yeah but we know what's up yeah. you know and there's people out there that search for the realness as mm -hmm. opposed to just what everybody says you should be liking you know what i mean well yeah. cnc i mean they went commercial to where you had like other groups that were in the early 90s like young disciples is a good example mm -hmm. you know they only came out with one album very rare album then you have um the, you know, 
people like brand new heavies that came after Young Disciples that kind of like, oh man, they kind of dope. You know, we do this too. Yeah. Brand new heavies kind of went commercial, but then they have some other stuff too that were pretty dope. Okay, but then you have a group that just blows them all out of the water and it's all in one nutshell and they're still around today as incognito oh yeah, that's good. yeah incognito if you guys ever ever listen to their music get every single album they came out with dead serious incognito incognito you hear it here first and if you didn't know now you know and see and they don't hide their they don't hide their 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 vocalists you right. know Mesa, you know she had a couple of solo albums but she's like you know the voice of incognito right but I'm telling you, man, like, if you want to hear some soulful house, like, not really house, but it's real funky, and, and it's like, man, you got to listen to Incognito. Yeah. Hands I know, down. I know Bugs, Bugs was like, I did some research on you, man, because Bugs used to listen to house heavy. Mm -hmm. But there's all the different sections, too, like Soul House or Garage and, you know, yeah. how they break it up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. But Chicago, right? Where Chicago is where it originated. But there's, you know... There was a club in Chicago called Afro Sheen. That's where uh, that was like where a lot of house dancers, you know, used to go and battle. Great and, name. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of top house DJs would be there, and, uh, and that was like the hub, man, of of the house culture was there, you know, yeah. at Afro Sheen. So explain how you brought that to San Diego. The dance style. Yeah, the dance style. The dance style, pretty much got introduced to me and then and then I just enhanced it. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you how I got introduced <laughs> to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret, secret. Huh? But what oh. I did what well, I did got the answer sweet. <laughs> you know, since I was like already a popper too, you know, so a lot of that stuff was was influenced by the foundation of, of B Boy and Two. Mm -hmm. It has come from somewhere. Yeah. Course. Say like cheerleading, competitive cheerleading. They doing all them arm moves and stuff. It's it's all dumbed down, locking. That's all that is. Yeah. It's just <laughs> to the way they want to do it. Right. You know. You get what I'm saying? Right. Wrist rolls, all that stuff, man. That's 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 all locking, man. But see, the, even with even with b-boying, there's you know, Capoeira has has a huge influence, oh, influence to yeah. b-boying. The only difference is there's a lot more finesse to the b-boying. Than what Capoeira, Capoeira is, is a culture, you know, yeah. martial art culture is style for Brazilians. Yeah. But each move has a scientific name that people don't know about. Like 1990s is yeah. called something else in Brazil. Okay. You know, head, head spins, mm -hmm. all that stuff is has different names to it, you know. So there's always a root to each dance style, man. I'm telling you, man, like... That's why, like, I trip out on, like, even for MCs, I, I trip out on a lot of uh, MC, but they ain't MCs, artists that come out th this today. I don't understand why they allow them to come out with the music they come out with. Okay, now you're talking to, I was going to get into the evolving of hip-hop of what you think. And I just think it's, it's I think, I think it's taking a big, uh, step back, huge step back. It's going that, the wrong direction. It actually wasn't even in a step that we never even took. Cause we were, you know, like MCs were rhyming. Yeah, yeah. Right out the gate. Yeah, but the, know, and these cats aren't. You have, I mean, you can pick and choose. There's some lyricists out there, though. I mean, like there are some. Kendrick's doing a good job, I think. You. Well, I, 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 can I feel like I, I, there's a certain generation. Kendrick being one of them, he falls into that generation of an '80s baby grew up in the '90s mm -hmm. that has that appreciation for that. 
mm-hmm. you know you know that the album that he just came out with the untitled unmastered yeah you can see the from i'm spacing on this first album title i can't even section 80 i mm-hmm. think section 80 was his first one mm-hmm. and then he had that the one with drank on it and yeah he had that and then to pimp a butterfly which is a to me that's a beautiful album mm-hmm. that i mean start to finish I play it from song one to the end yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. The interview that he had with Tupac, the interview that he had with Tupac at the end, everything. Because and now he came out with that Untitled Unmastered, which is that period in between these last two albums, where you see, you see the growth of it, and you see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for in terms of hip hop and rap, for me. I mean, obviously, I grew up here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was. To me, you I understood that more than the stuff that was happening on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I can see what Tupac is rapping about. I can see because it's yeah, in it's my us. neighborhood. Yes. It's us. Yeah. It's it's the culture that I grew up in. There's so many things now, and maybe it's because I'm getting older. You know, I'm not the oldest person in the world, obviously. You know, but I've I feel I've I've hit a place in my in my life where I'm like, what are these cats talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't even get it anymore. I don't, I don't understand it. And I'm, I'm thinking maybe this is what my parents or, you know, the That's people that I'm are thinking. older than me thought That's about right. when I was I coming mean, up. We're going to have our hip-hop, which we like, you know, in our range right. of, like, this from this year to this year. It's like, oh, that's my golden, that's my, my special. Yeah. But, then, but I, like, you, you, you two are older than us, yeah. you know, and we appreciate your music, the ones that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. I feel like the you kids that are... You disrespecting it? I... No, I mm. I feel like the kids that now, the majority, I'm not saying all, I don't want to speak in absolutes. Don't, don't, don't you know, have the knowledge of the, They don't have that mm-hmm. of, the, of the beginning. It's yeah, not there. Yeah, they don't have anybody like schooling them um, on where it started, <clears throat> and they just think it's just started now. Right. I did, a, I did, actually, I was on a panel a couple of years ago at Lincoln High School discussing this whole topic, you know, with some kids at Lincoln. They, I, I got a phone call in. They wanted me to be on a panel okay. to discuss the culture of music, talk about you know the history of San Diego. I mean, I had that much time to talk, but I, I said enough to where I had a lot of people in there thinking though. Yeah, yeah. And when certain certain eras came to to be introduced, as far as like hip hop groups and stuff like that, like in the early '90s, late late '80s, I, I would point out there X Clan. Uh, Brand Nubians, Public Enemy, even Ice T. They were trying to shut them dudes up. Oh yeah, yeah. They had them on the panel trying to shut them up because even N.W.A. because they were sitting up there, to, you know, letting people know through their lyrics what was going on out right. there, and they were trying to shut them up. Yeah. Nowadays, you hear what's going on right now in, in these little so-called lyrics. They ain't trying to shut them up because they're like, cool, man, let this fool talk. They gonna kill them. They gonna kill them, them the, each other off. And each other anyway. Anyways, so all the way from drugs to prostitution. If you look at now, like how females like dress now, shame on these these clothing brands. I'm telling you, I'm because telling. none of these girls nowadays can't talk about girls that strip in strip clubs. When I was when you're I was wearing stuff up, like, like that out in the street. When I was coming up, I I I don't want to sound like a weirdo. Don't take it this way. But there's girls in junior high and high school. I'm like. 
where was that when I was in junior high and high school? Because they weren't dressing like <laughs> Come that. On, we had dolphin shorts. No, well, yeah, if you right it's a dolphin shorts. If you were Come on a track bro. team, if you were on a track team, but I for real, for yeah. real. Now you said you know NWA. How do you feel about the movie that Straight Outta Compton that came out? What was it last year? Did you even year? watch it? Did you watch it? You you watched it? Yep. Now they left a lot out, but oh, I mean they I, can I feel like they, they can only do so much right, w- w- right. with a movie. And just me growing up in that in that era, I didn't grow up in L.A. You mm-hmm. know, I grew up out out here in San Diego, right. but I was around a lot of that, and then um, just just watching everything from like when they didn't really touch too much about Dre, um, his first like era before he even got into gangster rap. Mm-hmm. They didn't really touch that too much, and I wish they would have. Because he, crew. yeah, because he was he was influenced on you know with the whole electro funk era. Yeah, yeah, big time. See, and that I feel that's that's the thing. Though these artists that have spanned the length of time, Jermaine Dupri's, mm-hmm. um, there's a um, there's a documentary coming out on Netflix this week about organized noise. Okay, um, they like you were saying, you know, you. You, the jazz era, you, they, there's steps, there's steps that they took yeah. in the beginning. That's why they're still relevant to this day. Yeah. While they still, it's a different soul. It, yeah, it's, it's a different soul. You know, and I feel like. In, so you don't think Fetty Wap's gonna be? <sighs> oh Jesus 15, Christ! 20 years and be like, damn, that's some good old. Maybe if he had two eyes. Maybe if he had two eyes. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah baby. Uh, <laughs> um, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I that's, don't. That's I don't, the sound that is. Step. Hitting everybody's frequencies, like oh, I like that. With yeah, I like people singing off key and talking yeah. about mushmouth shit. No. I don't get. I don't under. But see again, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's my age. Maybe I'm getting older. I know. It it sounds. Can we, can we fault that? As it far sounds as, different. Yeah. And you know, and there's there's things that sound good different. Like I don't know if you've ever heard of the group The Internet. Oh yeah, with uh, from Odd Future. Yeah, they're like oh, kind of like oh, a spinoff of Odd Future. Okay, Charlie Rock told me about Odd Future a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah. they yeah. they are live. They're live musicians. They play and it's they're dope. Yeah, yeah. they're dope. And they, to me, they have that understanding of soul, of that jazz, you know, and that's the kind of stuff I listen to, you know. And you know, there's so many artists that I don't know if it's because of the internet. Maybe that's it. You know that they these artists now, because before, you 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 know in order to get something out, worldwide mainstream, you had to go through A and R's. You know you had to go through these record companies, unless you were a local local hit, and you had a big following. Mm. Now anybody with an internet connection can just make whatever they want and. I feel like the music taste has been dumbed down. Yeah. You know, but because I don't. I don't really think it's so much the music. I think the culture. The culture. Because like in the, in the early '90s, from what I've experienced, like it, that brought a lot of people together. That era, mm-hmm. like people I never even thought that I would meet, and I think that had a lot to do with the clothing industry too, the street brands. Okay. Okay. So when ASR Action Sport Retail Show used to come to the convention center. Yeah. That brought a lot of people together that never even knew each other. So I mean, sweet. when I first saw uh, Sal Barbier, I thought he was a dancer, man. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, if he go to this after party, I'm calling this dude out. <laughs> <laughs> but lo and behold, this this cat don't dance. He right. was a pro skater. Yeah. But he looked like, I mean, he wore baggy clothes and, you know, and stuff like that. I was just like, I told Gumby, I was like, yo, 
that dude right there, he look like he can get down. We're going to call him out. We see him at one of these parties. So we got invited to the Fresh Jive party and saw him there. And then um, come to find out, he was like a you know pro skater. And we, right. was, we was talking. We was chopping it up. I said, man, I said, you was about to get ate up tonight. He's like, <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, he, we just fell out laughing, man. He's like, bro, I don't even dance. I was like, we kind of figured that. But we became real good friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like after that, come to find out, he... You know, he lived in San Diego. That's just a, an example of what that early 90s did, you know, especially like a lot of skaters back then. They listened to hip-hop big time oh, back yeah, then. Yeah. If you look at their skate videos, they always yeah. had like Wu-Tang joints like yeah. like in there, you know, Grave Diggers. And right. like, they like that, that rebellion. It, I was kind of tripping because I was like, I was like looking at some of these videos. I'm like, dang, man, these cats kind of like know what's up more than... Some of the black folks I know. Yeah. I haven't heard. Like, I, haven't I, heard I, the I name feel kind of like I was like time. I was tripping off of that. Yeah, I haven't heard the name Grave Diggers in a long time. Yeah, I gotta find that. I gotta find. That. I have it still. I know I have it still. I just got it, man. Yeah, I was tripping off that, but but you know during that time there was a lot of underground like promoters that uh -huh. were throwing events. You had like from A Ball, they called it A Ball Pharmacy. Um, Rock Rock Taxi, Jamaica House. Jamaica, Jamaica House, House was an L A based. Um, they had, the, they had the parties, man. They brought it to San Diego. And Diego's, which I don't know if you guys remember Diego's. It's tremors now, right? Yeah, it was Tremors. Okay. It used to be called Diego's. Okay. That was the hot spot. Yep. From Tuesday through Sunday. PB. Hands down. One day off. One day off. <laughs> One day off. You get, you get Monday <laughs> off, you get to Monday rest off. up, and then you you back in. Back Cyclone back in the on Tuesday nights, man. It was like 12, at least, at least 1,200 people, man. On a Tuesday night. Damn. And, and if you look at Tremors, yeah. think about it. It's big in there. Yeah. And and they had the patio. You know, when Jamaica House did it, it was all hip-hop in the main room, the big uh -huh. room. And then in the... Um, That's what I like. They separate different rooms. Yeah, they separate different rooms. And so for Jamaica House, though, they had all hip-hop and... and, and um, not really reggae out there, but they put the reggae on the patio, and the patio yeah. was big. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like yeah. where you just go and chill, and like, man, yeah. it was tight the way they had it hooked up. Cyclone was more of um, a little bit of everything from, from hip-hop to not so much reggae, disco, old school, because Tony, Mr. T, he DJed with me for Mr. that. Mr. T. He DJ yeah. with me. Mr. Two. Yeah. Acro sound, man. It was like sponsorship. Me, yeah. It was like me, <laughs> Mr. T, me, Mr. T, Stephen Flex, and um, DJ Marvin. We were like the main ones that was oh, DJ for that. SRH was the ones that was throwing that before okay. anybody even know knew who but SRH was. SRH was. Yeah. Shit. So, so I was like the first DJ for SRH. Damn, man. Wow. You so know, my affiliation with Charlie Rock came in around '96, as far as. Was it 96? Was, was it earlier than that? Well, that's no, what it probably I, uh, was 96, huh? I first did a flyer for... Um, Lamb Chop. Yeah, a promotion company that he DJed for. So that's how I was like, you know? Yeah, it was, was, a, it was, a, it was just like a, um every three-month type event. It was called Lamb Chop Entertainment. Uh -huh. And my cousin, uh, Sean Steen, and Harvey Hardwick, and this dude, Mark Johnson. Was it oh, yeah, Jackson Mark. or Mark Johnson or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that? <laughs> We all, you know, put together this whole thing. See, right. the, the, the difference w w with us was we were hitting a lot of the mainstream heads. Okay. But with a different feel. Like, whenever we would throw something, we would pack it every single yeah, it time. Inc it was not, incredible. Not only that, it was myself, DJ King of Cuts, and um, 
Mikey A. Oh, yeah, they, they warm it up. But me and King Cuss were the main two, and then sometimes we'll throw in a guest. We had Jam as a guest. I think we had Rags one time. Mm. Truly Odd. I think he spawned one time. True, that's an awesome name. But um, He spins for, um, or did, House Pain? Truly Odd? He did. But that was much later, though. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was much later. He um uh was it Whitey Ford? Whitey Ford? It was it was, it was when he yeah it was it, when he it was switched, Everlast when he switched when he switched, when he switched, switched over, up right. yeah yeah so that that whole thing was that was that was like a dope like event because the stuff that we were spinning that was like when Biggie and 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 like Foxy Brown and all when it was hot and that okay. music still was good yeah that yeah. feel was still good it wasn't like how it is now you know what I mean when do, when do you feel when do you think that it switched. Do you, it, when it is, went when, when it went bad, you yeah. Mean? Like when do, when do you feel? <laughs> well, it's bad for us, but like for some I, kid out there, they love that. Yeah, well, see, and that's the thing, and yeah. then that's I think maybe it's a generational. I, I can thing. tell you right now know. when it went bad. When do you, when do you feel like it went bad? When Biggie died, was that the last straw? When Biggie died, for New York. When Biggie died, man, seriously, because when Tupac passed away, and then when Biggie died, that was a wrap. Because it's lost from there. I'm gonna tell you right now. I used to see a lot of little whack ads and stuff on Master P, like in rap pages and stuff uh -huh. like that. I'm like, what's this? This is garbage. Master P, you know, yeah. no I, limit soldier. Nobody would pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Get what I'm saying? So, the West Coast was vulnerable at that point in time. Yeah. For my my feeling, because once those two passed away, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, like everybody loved Biggie on the West Coast, man. Yeah. You know, and Tupac too. So once those cats passed away, man, it was like it was wide open. Yeah. Rap game was wide open and they had for to somebody to come in. And guess what happened? Master P came in. <laughs> Real talk. If you look it's at it, so if you look bad. at what happened, so true. Uh -huh. that happened. And he so, took it over, so he, he took, took it over. It. So once they, they did the music videos and all that stuff, you know, and people was like, okay, okay, nah, 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 you know, doing all that, you know what I'm saying? Pause real quick. How did the Cash Money Brothers? That was after him, though. That was after. But him. they were still active. That was it. Those guys were still active. That was almost like an offshoot of. That's, if you look, if you look at his at Masterpiece formula, if you will. Yeah. Cash Money is the exact same thing. Yeah. Is there the exact same thing? It's different just, neighborhoods. It's just a different. Yeah, different so neighborhood. That different was basically the rise of Dirty South, right? Period. Yep. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And but, then you got Nelly. Oh my God. No. But come on, Outkast <laughs> came out of there. That was come on, but that Outcast was, is different though. Yeah. They they were dope. Cause see, yeah. the, you know South, what I'm the South, because because you can't you can't lump Eight Ball and MJG in no. Cash Money. You no. can't do that. You can't no. limp uh, put Scarface mm -mm. in no. the same. Mm -hmm. There's no. there's a there's a <laughs> definitive line, mm -hmm. and that's why you see Cash Money all on the TV and this mm -hmm. this and that. Mm -hmm. But Scarface, if you listen to any of them yeah. talk about who their influences were, it's the sad to me, to me, Outkast is the greatest rap group, mm. hands down for me. That's my personal, mm. you know, personally, those two right there, Big Boy, Andre. There's nothing better. Can we come back? Because uh, as far as a, a thing on MCs, when I was looking up, but they're talking about battle MCs, mm. which is different. But they're talking about Eminem is like, no one wants to go against him. <laughs> That's a lie. No, as, as far as battling MC. Uh. Nah, he because he, he had a movie. I do believe he. <laughs> I do believe he lost a battle against Juice. Oh, okay. See, I I, I was just. I think Juice. I think I think I think Juice took him out. I th the thing about Eminem, I think he hit at the right time because. Oh yeah, as far he, as coming. Who was who was the white rapper before him? 
That was dope like him. Vanilla. Oh, not dope like him. No, but who was who was the one before him? MC Search. Oh. He wasn't. Search wasn't like that. Though. No, but I'm saying he he filled he filled a void. Beastie Boys. And no, they weren't like that. They either. weren't like that, mm-hmm. but they were. They're amazing. You know what I mean. They're yeah. they they're. they're there's nothing that, that could that replace album, them. Right? That, There's nothing that could replace, that, you know, Paul's boutique. Oh man, you know, no, I mean, you know, but Eminem, Eminem was in a whole different category. He's a kid out of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? That that was really dope at freestyling. Yeah. So he was more on a freestyle like circuit when the other cast wasn't even trying to touch that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you MC Supernatural. You had Juice. You had Juice. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you had like certain certain casts and that certain era you know of mcs that that were really really good yeah and then you had a sleeper out there but he was an og which was craig g oh yeah so when craig g came out you know what i'm saying you know he hushed up a lot of people man as far as like nobody didn't really want to battle craig yeah. g after he after he took out super nat yeah. He, he took him out. He didn't. He yeah. didn't. You know. Yeah. People I mean, didn't want to. You know what I mean? There's so, like and even. Forever. I mean, even battle rapping. There's. You know. There's levels to it. You know. Yeah. You got. You got. Have you seen what's out there that, now? Yeah, like the stuff where they just insult you and. Yeah, that's. I mean, it. It no, turned from. It turned from. That's because they're trying to. They try wordplay to take and everything like that. Yeah. To, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you feel and everybody else in this crowd feel like you suck. Yeah. And it, you know, instead of doing it. You know, creatively and showing your skills. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to talk about his shoes, and you talk. You know, there's there's a playfulness to it when you do it, quote unquote, right. And then there's just people out there Street just looking hurting. for a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like I like I said, even with that, the soul is missing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, a, a cat like Super Nat, that's like my boy too. You right. know? I've known that cat for a long time. We're really good friends, man. That's like my brother. And, and you can just throw on any joint, man. That, that, that dude's going to flow to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He ain't going to be picking me like, ah, nah, no. Nah, you, right. you know what I mean? Unless it's something really whack. Me like, we're really on me. But, <laughs> but if you throw on any kind of dope beat, he's going to ride with it. Straight I'm, up. We need to get him in here, too. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be the realest. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my God. But we're going we're gonna to take another short break here uh, for a minute. For station identification. Um, but we'll be back in a minute. Yeah, I might be passed out when I get back. <laughs> it's warm. They ain't giving me no water in here, you guys. <laughs> it's out of shit. I got no drink. All hot. Okay, um, I just, I literally just got through giving Brandon props on his drops for today, and he comes back with mathematical style. I don't even know what that was. I forgot the beginning already. That hurt my, that hurt my feelings. That's my boy S Mouse. That's comedian Chris Lilly. He's from Australia. That guy kills me, man. So putting it out there. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, so um, now we have this new segment that <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go over. Um, you know, Some we're constantly music. trying to improve the podcast. Okay. I like that music. 
It's nice and calm. Introduce. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, go change your draws. The BB to the O. To the L to the O. <laughs> Ball on the place to be. Huh. Huh. I want to, I want, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to let this ride out for a little bit. <laughs> this is for Charlie Rock. You could catch him. What is it? Every, uh, fr- not every Friday. Every nah, Friday. I got to let you, everybody know I finally got some water. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're, that's why we're going to let this ride out so he can cool down a little bit. We had to over here dehydrating. <laughs> <laughs> we sticking together. Get some get some cornstarch. I felt the whiteness around my lips, <laughs> chapping up. Cabeta, this is cabeta. Side of my mouth started bleeding. His tongue was sticking to the room. Everybody in the room drinking but me. <laughs> I'm the guest. Hey, that's his fault. My bad. This is his house. <laughs> I'm gonna blame that on him. Said, I got some water, but it's warm. No, he came. He too. came with some cold water. He came with the coldest water I've ever seen. He went to the neighbor's house and borrowed some water. <laughs> All right. I ran to Ralph's. So, so um, I didn't have the setup ready because, again, I was a little bit late today. Um, but this is what the new segment is called. In a world where people don't know shit, <laughs> where I parked my car, it's time for Bolo's Hot Sixteen. Just answer the question. Yeah. Um, so we're constantly trying to improve the co- podcast, and you know we love the guests that come in here. Um, and you know we were we've been very lucky and blessed to have amazingly talented people in here. Let me turn off my phone so we don't get that airplane mode. God damn it. Um, yeah. I know what's going to happen when it improves more. <laughs> I'm going to watch your podcast. You're going to have like food for your next day. <laughs> I'm like, dang, man. I should have came, <laughs> came then, like five months later. We're going to have girls with uh, uh, palm, palm fans fan. blowing you off, yeah, like, like coming like, to America. What? what? Actually, Charlie Rock always, always wanted to do a fish fry. Maybe we'll do a live podcast fish fry. Yeah, called the Funky Fin. The Funky, funky Fin. Man, you guys don't steal that name, man. I'll be upset. No, no. it's already... It's, no, you know, it's, it's copyright right now. It's copyrighted right now. We have witnesses. So if we come back, you can just say, yeah. go to Minute. Yep. It's archived. 110 yep. in the podcast. Dehydration factor. <laughs> That's so, the other... So we, it's, it, we call it... I'm calling it Bolo's Hot 16 until I figure out another... Another name for it. For people it's that a, don't know shit. Yeah, for people that don't know shit and can't remember where they parked their car. Uh, let me. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's a bunch of either or questions. Um, you know, oh, okay. we're just keeping it light, keeping it funny, keeping it fresh. For our guests? Yeah, for our guests. Um, so everybody hasn't answered these yet. Again, you are the first. Oh, so right. you get to you yep. get to be the guinea pig. We're going to start off easy and then we'll get a little bit harder. Talking about Willis. What you talking about? What you talking about? Okay. White toast or wheat toast? Mm. Wheat. Wheat toast? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Currently. Um, iPhone or Android? Android. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Liquor or beer? Beer. Beer? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What was the last movie that you seen? What was that for? In the theater or? At all. Oh. At all? At all. The last movie that you Black watched. Black Mass. Black Mass. Oh, shit. That's Johnny Mass. Depp. Right? Johnny Depp? I watched that the other night. Mm. That was a good flick. Yeah, see these? Whitey Bulger. See these? Oh, that's what... Okay, that's the the, the one he put out last year. 
Yeah. But I love Road Warrior. That's that's my flick. Road Warrior. Yeah, that's my Road Warrior. Yeah, I follow all the Matt. Yeah. This is why this is why I wanted to do this. You know, you get to know people a little bit better. That's true. You know, you get to know who they really are as opposed yeah. to their their personalities. Okay. Um, favorite cereal. Oh, that's a good one. Queen of Wheat. What? That's not a cereal. Yeah, that's hot cereal. It's hot cereal. technically hot cereal okay. if you look on the box. All right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Outside the box. I like how yeah. this guy's thinking already. Okay. Kareem. <laughs> Cream of wheat. Pancakes or waffles? Mmm. Pancakes. Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. I was going to put French toast on there. I had to put that little coconut in or something. Ooh, double you know French, French toast. Was Trader, was With some Trader bananas. Joe's? Trader Joe's has that, that coconut pancake batter. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh. Let me give y'all a little bit of shadow boxing. Oops. Okay. <laughs> so now, with you being a DJ, I feel like I already know the answer to this question mm-hmm. because of the life that you have led and yeah. still lead. Mm-hmm. Morning person or night person? Oh. Night. Yeah. I mean, that was. As I said, was, I'm, I'm a little bit of both because I mean, morning. To, I mean, I'm up yes, early. Kids. Yeah. Even before I had kids, I was up early. Oh. You're yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Six o'clock every day. Even if I don't have this, since I started the new job, yeah, six o'clock every day, Early on the weekends. Day. Like, okay, let's start the day. Nobody's yeah, awake. I, the dogs I, are still asleep. It's still dark in the house. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I gotta be Chicken. really, really tired, man, to like go to bed early. Yeah. Mm, right. All right. What number are we on? I can't even remember. I forgot how many Damn. questions I asked. <laughs> well, there's only like 18 questions I wrote Whoa. down. So we'll just do them all. <laughs> um, what was 18. the first? Because again, this here. What was the first album that you bought? that I bought? Yeah. First, that I actually purchased that you your, actually purchased, not a mixtape, not the first album that you bought. It it was uh, unknown DJ. Oh shit! I bought it at Venice Beach because they used to sell me? records. Oh. there's a record spot on it in Venice Beach. I bought a record there. It was okay. unknown DJ. Unknown DJ. Yeah. Yeah. And then the record broke. I think it was called. <laughs> I think it was, man, I was so mad it cracked. Um, I think I dropped it mm. or something. It's probably that's worth something. Yeah. I How think it was called Less Jam. Less Jam. I think it was called Less Jam. Okay. Okay. Try to find that. You might have it. You. Yeah, I might have it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you have Army. It. Remember them? I'm sure you have it. All right. Jam's Army. Now, with that, when you're driving in your car, mm-hmm. you say you're going to Target. Mm-hmm. Because everybody loves Target. Mm, Target. You listen to the radio, you listen to your MP3, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you go to get out of the car and the song starts and you have to sit in the car until that song finishes. Mm-hmm. What is that song? A uh, song by George Duke called Buffalo Soldier. Buffalo Soldier? Mm-hmm. Okay. I played that shit. <laughs> I will play that Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. I, like I said, this is brand new. He didn't even know that we're doing this. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. Love George Duke. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. What, what is your favorite song right now? Right not, now, not right now? Of all time. And I guess, I mean, that if, if, right it's probably Buffalo Soldier. I'm saying no, it's not that necessarily. Wouldn't, that wouldn't be my favorite song of all time. What's your favorite, again, yeah, what's your favorite song of all time? Not just right now, but if you had to, if you had to answer at this moment, what would, what would you say your favorite song would be? There was another uh, question similar. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's tough. So, that's, that's, tough that's tough, man. That's a hard what, would, one. what would you play over and over again? What I play over and over yeah. again. You know, that's like one. You only have one song. That's. It's. I know. For me, it's hard to choose. 
I think yeah, I have. Very hard. I have two. I have two or three that, depending on the day. Fluctuate. I know what album I will play over and over though. What's that one? The Miles Davis two two album. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, soulful. I like soulful. That yeah. I I hope everybody that has been listening and watching today is this taking notes. I do though. <laughs> and he said they were sticky earlier because they almost shitty. Yeah, they almost disappeared because I wasn't drinking no water. Oh, shit. oh, oh man. Hoops and Bolo show. I'm telling you. We're gonna give every guest a and hold on. Right now. Oh. Uh oh. Well I get a tic- in my pocket for a tic tac. Uh oh. No, better than a tic tac. You know what you're getting. A business card. Nope. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what the hell? Wetzel's pretzel. Wetzel. As we give away every podcast, that is your free Wetzel's pretzel. In, uh, uh, yeah. You know, that shows that you are a member of the Bugs and Bolo podcast. Because yeah. I forgot to give one to AOK. Sorry, AOK. Yeah, they're coming back in, though. Oh, I get a free the... cholesterol sandwich. That's, that's what it is. You burned that off. That's what it is. That's what it is. One, <laughs> yeah, one session, you'll be good. You'll be just, good. Just, I'm All right. unlocking it. You'll be good. <laughs> Who is sodium? Who is your celebrity crush? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, my wife watching this? <laughs> don't, don't, don't give her the link. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tag you on this one. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez? Is that what you're... <coughs> She's beautiful. Yeah. She's beautiful. She has a different beauty that nobody sees. See, and this, and like, again, this is a crush. Don't get crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling your wife. Don't get crazy. That wasn't me. He said that. <laughs> Jessica. These are these these are hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. Mm. Jessica Alba. Is that what we said? Huh? No. I, I coughed. Huh? Huh? Your cough sounds a lot like Jessica Alba. That's weird. You cough weird. That's good. I agree. <laughs> What's your favorite hangover food? Oh, my favorite hangover food. Mm. Hi. Carne asada burrito with cheese. Oh, that's a California. That's, that's a California boy right there. Yep. Southern California, oh, San Diego thing. Sure. You gotta have the greasy. Yeah, pho. Pho is good too. Oh, that good too. Oh, burping oh. through the night. <laughs> Smell your own burp. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a couple times over here. I blew it this way. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, all right, now we're getting to the meat of it. We're getting to the tough, tough questions. Damn. How long before you fart in front of your significant other for the first time? Shoot, I'll let that bad boy rip right away, man. <laughs> let her know what she's getting into. Yeah, she get no. into. Right. That, that's no. it. That's no. what I was going to call Jesse. Shoot, shoot, I was like, I can talk hard. I think he summoned something. I started to fart cute and not make a face. Try to fart cool. How do you fart cool? You just sit there and go. <laughs> you let it you let it go out the front like it was no big deal <laughs> you know what i told her let it pass your ball i told her quick. i said my farts don't stink they just make sounds they just, yeah they're just full of air and how how long before she figured out you were a liar i told her the doctor told me to do it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one it's for my health girl it's for my health the doctor said you're not, not supposed to hold close, it okay <laughs> No, don't not do not huh? play that shit again. No, Charlie Rock, did it sound sort of like this when you did it? Oh, that's wet. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess up some dickies with those. <laughs> that was 
Oh my leg! <laughs> you, need, you need to take a shower. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a, you sharted. That's, that's a shark. That makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, that's every time part. he, every time he plays that, that shit, I'm like, yeah. oh. oh man, I can smell it too. You that, was, that was like digitally. You get a divorce right away, even if you're not married. You know what? In the future, we're divorced. Ooh, I yeah. don't know. MP4 and MP3 can stink. <laughs> That's you know, that's that's when somebody drops and you go, oh, that that that, that was that a girl thing. fart though. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what she held it on in all day. Think she, she pretty. She, <laughs> <laughs> she just got home from work. She took a bra off. She said, "Yes, that's girl a trumpet." Farts. Girl farts are the worst though. They are. They are. They be holding farts. Yeah, <laughs> that's where shitty ideas come from. It gets all foggy in the room. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, hell, you just no. let it hoist in here. Some dry ice? <laughs> Do not give Jesse the link. We're not talking about you, Jesse. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll do we'll do three more questions. But he said what you said right away was his answer. Right away. Right away. Let them know what yeah, they're getting into. Yeah. No be, secrets. I, I couldn't. It's a good way to do it. Fart in the car and lock the window. <laughs> you want to jump out on no. me. <laughs> Have a heater on the house. <laughs> ah. That joke to stay in one cloud. Oh, oh you can yeah, see the yeah. cloud. You walk this way. It's like pig pen from the peanuts. <laughs> the fart dust. All right. Three que last three questions. Oh shit. Amber Rose or Kim Kardashian? Mm, what? Kim Kardashian. Trick question, neither of them. Both of them. Kim That's Kardashian. I don't know. I had to think about that though. The butt. Well, they both have the butt. They both do. And they're both a mess. They're mm. both a mess. Both like, if you were talking about brain-wise, I would say neither one of them. Yeah, yeah. They both, but look they both wise, mess with Kanye, like, so. Would, yeah, they both mess with Kanye, so there oh, you go. Yeah. I'm just thinking about if they were just fresh off the press. Right. If I was to see it, you know, if they Probably were side Kim. by side, it would be Kim. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. All right, this is, a, this, is, this is a really personal one. Do you bunch your toilet paper in a ball, hmm? or do you fold it? Say what? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> Gina. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You oh you did. see that's also a trick question. Handy wipes. Oh yeah. Oh, I use those bad boys. Yeah. See, I see them kids. I also, still use them. Yep. The the, the bidet. Buddy. Huh? The buddy. Oh the yeah the squatty potty. Squatty potty. The buddy. You told one for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You you've never seen the squatty potty? No, I use a toilet. No, no. This <laughs> no. Is, squatty potty is a, this little stool that the you toilet put. Wrong. That you put. Yeah. We, the Asians have been doing it right for generations. Damn, this, Daniel. <laughs> it's this little stool that you put in front of the toilet and you put your feet on it. So your feet are higher, it straightens your colon out. Oh, really? Yeah. They sell that Bed Bath & Beyond. Word. I you got to get one of those. I'm about to go get yeah. one today. Do, it's, I have it's, to, do I have to wear some karate shoes with it? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, just the rice picker hat. <laughs> Excuse me, oh, bitch. Some coasters, some coasters from uh, Payless. <laughs> All right. And then, and then the, the last question, the last question of Bulldogs Hot 16. Desert Island. You need to pick three albums oh, to listen for. You're not on there forever. Three albums for 10 years. You're on the island for 10 years. You need to listen to three albums only. What are those three albums? Bob James' Obsession album. Uh, Roy Ayers, Everybody Loves the Sunshine. And, uh... Man, you got that. Let me thank Galrod and Tara. Gotta be a George Duke album. Telling you, I'm telling you. Gotta be a George. Duke. And there it is. There it is. He knew. Like I said, I yeah. surprised him with this one. He's 
he's the unfortunate one that had to do it right off the top of his head. Anybody else that comes in after this, you're already <laughs> yeah, going to know what the game is. The, the questions are going to change. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. The questions are going to change. They're not going to be the same ones all the time. They'll have, we'll have some of the same. And, and, and you'll be able to eat and drink. Yeah. Know yeah. We, might, we might have the, uh, what is it, the Funky Fin? What did he call it? I can't even remember. Fish fry. Funky. Yeah. No, but what did he oh, call funky it? Fish. <laughs> he's not even going to say it again because he's like, I want you we'll to steal it. it. Um, <laughs> we wanted to send special, 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 special thanks to DJ Charlie Rock again. Right. This is something that we've been wanting from the beginning of the world famous um, Rock Steady. Oh, you didn't even talk about Rock Steady Crew. Oh, that's oh the next God. time. Got that's it. the next time. This, this, this <laughs> books had his notes. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> He's definitely going to be in here again. Yeah. You know, we are. You know, but we are so blessed and thankful. Um, that I'll see you after football season. Yeah, yeah. That we were able to have you. <laughs> that we were have you able to come into the Crown Sound Studios. We appreciate it, brother. You are. Thank you very, very much. Yep. Um, for thanks again, DJ B, in the place to be. Peace. Peace. Breakdown. <laughs> this is Bolo. This is Bugs. Peace out.